Welcome back to the For the Ladies podcast. While I was working the US Open at Winged Foot this week, I was able to sneak away for a few minutes to catch up with some of the women leading the US Open social and digital content. Before we get to the conversation, let's recap this week's LPGA Tour event, the Cambia Portland Classic, which was won by 24-year-old 2018 Women's British Open champion, Georgia Hall. It was a bit of a tumultuous week for the longest-running non-major tournament on the LPGA Tour. This year, the tournament was played over 54 holes rather than 72, and ran Friday through Sunday due to poor air quality from the fires burning along the West Coast. Thursday's round, originally scheduled as first of the four rounds, was canceled. Georgia bogeyed the final hole, putting her in a sudden-death playoff against Ashley Buhai. The playoff went two holes, with Georgia capturing her first win in America with a par. Speaking of women's British Open champions, Sofia Popov, this year's AIG Women's Open champion, competed in her first tournament as an official LPGA member. She tied for 24th. The women have another week off and then will compete in the ShopRite LPGA Classic presented by Acer in New Jersey. Huh, wonder if I can pop by. <laughs> with that, let's get to the conversation at Winged Foot with Tisha Allen, Kira Dixon, and Hallie Ledbetter. Welcome back to Ladies of Golf. As you guys can see, we have a very special edition today taking place at the 2020 US Open at Wingfoot. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yes. <laughs> so today we have golf personality Tisha Allen. We have Discovery Golf's Hallie Ledbetter and USGA correspondent Kira Dixon. Hello. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> of course. So we are all working a men's major championship this week. I would say we are thriving. It is very cool to see so many women as the faces of digital content for the U.S. Open this week. And so many people have reached out to me saying, like, this is super cool. I'm taking note of it for the future. So way to oh, go. That's us. great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. great. That's so good. Um, so all of these questions today, like you guys can each answer them, but um, I do have a few direct ones. Um, so for example, Hallie, um, have you seen women's roles in covering golf evolve? And what would you say is the benefit of having female faces and voices covering the game for both genders? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I, I definitely have seen it evolve. I When I grew up, I always grew up seeing like Kelly Tillman on the golf channel and I was like, she is my idol. I want to be the next Kelly Tillman, you know, but she, that was kind of really, that was the gap. That was that. And, you know, and so it's really great to see with, um, with sort of, you know, social media and all these other platforms that golf media is popular on now to be able to see, you know, Akira, a Tish, all these different women. It's not just like TV isn't the only way that you can go. You know, there's so many other ways to be able to be, a part of golf media so I think that's one part but also um to your point about how it's important to have women there I know for me or you hear this a lot you know if you don't see it then you can't be it sure and I think a lot of people think oh if you want to work in golf like you have to be a player no that's not the case at all so there are so many different ways that you can go in the golf industry and I think the more women that we can get in these positions the more visible it is the more women we're going to get in the future in those positions as well Mm -hmm. sure and I think that there and Carrie you probably have experienced this a little bit but like when women ask the questions you can maybe get a little bit more of like an emotional tie into a player or um you know more of that like nurturing 
questioning element that yeah. they're more like receptive sometimes to questions. Yeah. Well, I think it also depends on the format, but for the most part, when you're speaking to them in the USGA format that I get to do, it's very conversational. It's fun. It's laid back and they're willing to, to answer those questions and to have fun and to show a little bit of a different side to them, which is, uh, I don't know that, uh, the male correspondent is getting the same reaction as the female correspondent. So it's just a different interview and a different perspective of the player. And you just, you need both so you can mm-hmm. see the full player and know what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have another one for you. Do you kind of feel like a sense of responsibility um, as being a representative of the game, whether it's on social media or on channels? For me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like this has been like, bred into me because of Miss America. Okay. I, when I look at my social media breakdown demographics, it's mostly women ages mm. like 18 to 24. And then like also a lot of 12 year olds. So <laughs> I, I know who's following me and I know, and I want to, I want to, um, I guess I want to be a good example, a good role model to them and show them what you can do with a lot of hard work and persistence. And it's not all sunflowers and like rainbows. Yeah. But I, I definitely feel a little bit of responsibility to just show that like you can make it in this business. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but um, it's not unattainable. Sure. Uh, and I have so many girls, I'm sure you guys get this all the time, that get so many DMs like, how did you get started? What can I do? Blah, 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 blah. And that's my favorite is to be able to give advice and to like, you just need a toehold in the industry, like kick the door open. And, and I feel like, uh, at least lately, even for myself, I feel like I'm doing a lot less kicking these days. Like the door is like slowly opening more and more. And I feel part of the fabric of the, the golf media space. Good. I'm curious to show what your social media analytics look like. (laughs) If she's mostly women, are you like 80% male, 20% female? It, It is definitely closer to that. But like, I definitely come from, and Hallie's the same. We like I come from golf. Like, sure. All I've done my whole life is golf. I started at, at three, started competing at seven, um, collegiate golf, junior golf, collegiate golf, professional golf, and then now we're we're here. And I think it's it's still pretty clear to see that the golf demographic is male, but it has definitely, but women have definitely increased in the last three years, and I think that's really exciting to see. And like whenever I see my percentages go up and women, I'm like, yes, yeah, like, that, that's amazing. And even if it's just like you know 15 or 20 or whatever percent even if it just goes from 20 to 21 percent that one percent is not just one person it's a lump sum if you take all if you take into account my whole followers so yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah I'm curious about your perspective too Tisha about something I noticed with like equipment companies media even like parts of the course are very gender focused so you know there are clubs for women there are clubs Mm -hmm. for men some companies though are unisex and like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what your gender is but you're going to be fit for a certain club I'm like I'm kind of torn on if it's a good thing between having female specific products Mm -hmm. versus men's and I was so curious like what your opinion is on that you know, I don't I don't think that it has to be a bad thing. I think that there right. are a few things in golf that it's all right to label it between like ladies and men's, like such as the clubs. Yeah. Um, I know there are a few club companies that do a great job of making every like even if you get a lady set, it doesn't mean that it's not it's not elite. It doesn't mean that it's not the best. Like you can get a Cobra set of women's clubs and it's still just as great as the men's beginner set as well. Sure. But like what let's say when it comes to like ladies tees and stuff like that that one probably hits me more 
on my strings because like I I don't think that should matter. I would rather just say forward tees, you know, and then so on and so forth. So I think there's some verbiage that can change, but it doesn't all have to be negative. Yeah, I am like very torn on that like whole subject yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I like, you know, I used to work at Titleist and like Titleist, it was all like unisex clubs. There's no female yeah. clubs versus men. There's no female ball versus men's ball. Mm. Um, but then like I do see the benefit and some mm. women are like seeking that. Yeah. What you guys uh, think? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that it can be, it can come off as like offensive. It's like, oh, you think I want pink clubs just mm-hmm. because I'm a girl? Yeah. But sure. at the same time, I'm like, I kind of, I kind of want a pink club. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, I think like there should just be options. You know, I, yeah. I look at, um, you know, like Callaway's come out with a, with a really awesome new women's line. And then you look like a brand like Robin Golf, which is completely unisex. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good to have. I think it's OK that different companies are taking different approaches. Yeah. You know, totally. as long More as options. there's. Yeah. As long as there's different yeah. options for people. Yeah. I think it's just like clothing. You know, I I sometimes want to dress cute and sometimes just want to wear all black. And <laughs> right. it's like it's, it just depends on the, you know, what your mood is. Yeah. Yeah, I personally prefer the unisex route because uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there is a, a often a cultural, like, oh, you got a ladies set. Sure. And that kind of annoys me or just, like, the pink out, like Hallie was saying. Yeah. I think, like, NFL or something has done, like, okay, we're going to try and appeal to our female audience. Let's just make everything pink. Right. <laughs> and, like, right. I don't really like pink that much. Yeah. So I, I think that they're, you know, the female experience is a lot deeper than the color pink. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> no, no, I agree. I feel right. like, though, sometimes maybe club companies – um, you know, probably most of the time are run by a dude and they're oh, like, yeah. we got, we want to, and we want to include women. So like, maybe they'll like our clubs if they're pink, but then it's funny because you'll go to, you know, roll up to a top golf and maybe they haven't ever seen you swing before. So they grab you a lady set and you're like, Oh no, no, no. 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 Yeah. Uh, standard steel shaft, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it's going to be too. They just women. don't know. No, yeah. They don't yeah. know. So I think a lot of these places are, you know, trying yeah. their best, but right. you know, it's good to have options. Yeah. And it would be nice to just, see people not immediately jump to that like yeah, I'm not gonna exactly. immediately yeah, I like assume that. that you need the quote ladies set at right. the you know the driving range right. so that that sort of a mind shift because people still to this day are like shocked that I work in golf that maybe have no idea about my background or anything sure. like that like wow you work in golf like why <laughs> and you're like well, well uh, it's a long story but you know <laughs> here we are yeah so it would be nice to see a more overarching cultural shift to the way we perceive women in golf definitely and I, over and over again, this, like, whole summer, people have asked me, specifically men, like, how do you make women feel more comfortable at golf courses? And it's, to me, it's not just about being comfortable at a golf course. It's, like, are the events just as good? Like, is, like, the member member for women? Like, is there a member member for women? Is there, like, a good mixed event? So what, do you guys, like, have any um, thoughts or opinions on just, like, ways to get women more comfortable at a golf course and how can both genders kind of help that? Yeah, Yeah. I think that uh, a big part of it is it's hard to show up at a golf course by yourself and not know anybody. So it's really important to have a buddy shepherd you through the process, which is kind of... uh, unfortunate that that's that right. that can be the case but um so I know you host a lot of golf clinics I recently hosted a ladies beginner golf clinic and I had 24 ladies that were all rotating between all these stations and a lot of them signed up that had you know, they didn't they came by themselves they didn't have Great. like another friend or anything which I was really shocked by and I was walking around and I kept hearing people say oh this is kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> I love that oh, and cute. so if you just reach out a little bit and create opportunities if you're in a position 
to do something like that. Right. I think it's, uh, you know, I see that as a responsibility for myself to bring the game to as many people as I can. And then, of course, it goes by, like, what's the club membership culture like? Right. And are they going to reach out? Are they going to uh, put in the extra effort to make sure that ladies feel comfortable on the golf course, that there are female-specific events, and that there are those mixed events, that it's not just, like, men's day every day, that, like, yeah, right. it, it's a culturally accepted thing there to play together. Yeah, yeah. I've played in, like, a few mixed, like, twilight rounds, and I always thought that was really fun, because then, whether you're with a couple or a friend, like, at least... Everybody feels welcome, and it's just something easy. But there are certain clubs that I have been to that, like, I'm like, ooh, am I allowed to, like, tee off before 12? Like, I yeah. don't know, and I think that's tough. So, um, but I also hope to see, like, more people advocate for that. Um, so, like, that's what I always tell men. I'm like, be an advocate. <laughs> like, Absolutely. help people, like, change your course evaluations and the way you guys run the place. Yeah. So, wasn't sure. sure if you guys had any thoughts, but I'm... Um, but yeah, so this question, again, can go to anyone. But um, so this week, the USJ launched a campaign called Women Worth Watching. And I love how direct it is. Like, yes, women are worth watching in golf. Yes. Like, they're just so talented. They are having these amazing feats for playing courses that are getting longer and longer. And they are playing longer and longer clubs into the greens now. So I was just wondering, like, how do you guys think that we can convert more fans, for example, who are tuning in this week, male or female, to then convert them into watching more women's professional golf? Well, I think that, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that, well, firstly, LPGA is like, you know, those are the women that you look up to. When you're a female golfer, you look to them. And I think it's it's always gotten better every year, but I always say we can always do a little more. Sure. And I think to help that would just be to literally air more female golf, you know? Like, yeah. give more air time. And, and I always tell people, too, that, like, okay, like, if you're a golf fan and, like, you see the TVs on, just just leave it on, even if women's golf is watching, because that view matters, you know? that, mm. that That's going to help us grow. And so that's the advice I usually say. No, absolutely. I think, too, it comes down to, you know, people talk about, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg, in mm -hmm. terms of, like, media coverage and golf. You know, yeah. like, I work at Golf Digest, and we're trying to make a big push with, you know, trying to get more women on the cover and trying to, you know, cover more women on social and, and do that stuff, because I think it really does matter. If people, again, like, if you can't see it, you can't be it. Mm -hmm. So that's not only for, like, little girls that want to grow up and be professional golfers, but just creating fans in general. If you, mm -hmm. if you shine if you shine light on it and you know elevate women's golf and give it the attention it deserves people are going to start paying attention right i'd also say i think I, I saw a golf writer on twitter say wouldn't it be great if we saw um influential male golfers wearing like a women's golf sweatshirt right. just like you see influential basketball players wearing wnba w sweatshirts mm -hmm. because they are influential humans that bring eyeballs to <laughs> right. wherever they go. And like you have Justin Rose that's creating opportunities in Europe. Um, and I would love to see more primetime mixed events like, yeah. you know, with the match or what, you know, whatever charity events where it's four big golfers. Like, why isn't it too big male and too big female? Right. I, I would love to see something like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that I am um, what you said about professional golfers is huge. They're tuning in. 
So maybe just asking them or encouraging them to be more vocal about tuning in. Like, mm -hmm. did you see that shot from Michelle Wee yeah. and yeah. Justin Thomas? Because you know he's watching. Yeah, oh, yeah. Especially of course. during a women's yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. so yeah. it's like, just like giving them that little like bite to be like, hey, like say something. Because yeah. sometimes if you don't say something, they just don't know. You can't assume that they're not being yeah. supportive. Right. They just yeah. aren't talking about it as much. So yeah, I'm curious. And I love that you brought up the mixed event because that was what I was going to ask next. Like what sort of <clears throat> professional events would you guys like to see maybe in a co-ed regard, um, whether it's a charity match or is, do you think a stroke play event would do well? You know, what are what are your thoughts? I'd love it? to see a team event. Yeah, I'd, I'd love, love to, to see, see a team event. Whether it's, I mean, it doesn't even have to be even country. Like mm -hmm. if we reference, you know, Justin Thomas, Michelle Wee, like I'd love to see Justin Thomas, Michelle Wee against Jessica Corda and Ricky Fowler. And, yeah. oh, but like fun. multiple teams, you right? Know? Mm -hmm. Like everybody pair up, even if you like, and maybe some people like you don't, there might be some LPGA players I don't know a ton of PGA Tour players or vice versa and maybe mm -hmm. pair them up and then again maybe that helps to create this more of a community and golf feel and a little more crossover between the men's and women's games. Yeah, yeah. and it's funny because like all these kids grow up playing together. So, for example, at AJGA events, American Junior Golf Association, they play in an event called the Wyndham Cup. It's changed names like a hundred times, but they pair up for four ball, alt shot. Like they play together. Mm -hmm. So then, but then that just like fades away yeah. again to college and professional golf. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask you guys would know: Are there any NCAA mm. mixed opportunities? I don't no. think so. But no. yeah, it's separated. So I, I yeah. feel like that would be such a great way to foster that thought at an early age in your career is yeah. that like right. we play together yeah for sure and the idea of these like national teams too we've talked a lot about it recently um but you know switzerland has a national team canada has a national team like mm -hmm. how do you continue to nurture that and have people continue to support each other on the golf course, play together on the golf course. And then they're setting that example. If you don't see it, you won't do it. So mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, so we're going to shift gears a little bit. But um, when I'm working, I don't really consider like, oh, I'm a female in this male industry. I just don't. I think maybe it's because I've worked in golf for like 10 years now and it's just kind of colorblind to me. <laughs> um, but there are things that are more male friendly, whether it's going out to play golf after a day of work or going to get drinks. Like maybe it tends sometimes I notice for it to be an all male group or an all female group. I'm curious if you guys have ever experienced it. If not, it's totally okay. But I don't, in the workplace, I'm fortunate that I have not really struggled with a male female dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I think for me personally, like being a competitive golfer for so long, mm -hmm. I always knew that I could take on the boys and beat the boys. So I was never intimidated by it. Yeah. But bringing some friends into the game or more girlfriends into the game, which is what I wanted because I wanted more girls to be around. I would see the way they feel and I would see the way they get intimidated. And I and I didn't, I didn't like that either. So I, I completely get it. And I think that's why it's really important, like for me as now a influencer and personality, like when I see other girls who are just active on social and I'm in their area, like, I don't care if I've never met you, let's hang out, let's go do this. Let's be that girl group to go hang out. Like, why is that, why is that weird? Like, let's make that more visible. I've gone on multiple Cabo trips with my girls and we've had a fun time and we can have more fun than the boys and it's, and it's okay. I think it just needs to be, it just needs to happen more often needs to be talked about more often so that girls can see that it's happening and then they'll be encouraged to want to do it as well. Sure. 
yeah, I think more the more is better instead of it just being like this yeah. token thing, you know, just yeah. showing more and more women playing together. And to Kira's point about earlier, she mentioned like bringing a buddy, you know, it is yeah. kind of intimidating to go to a golf course by yourself. So I think if you can find a friend, that that's great. Yeah. And I would just say um, I it doesn't affect my day to day when I'm on a golf course, be like, oh, I'm a woman. But I don't. I don't forget that. Like it is my experience and I right. live all my lived experience are through the lens of being a female. So I see things differently on the golf course. I, I, and, um, certain things will happen where I'm like, mm, that wasn't right. very nice. Right. Or, and it, it happens all the time. Yes. And, um, I try not to let it affect me. I still try to do my job as well as I can, but I think there's some value to be said and like, you know what, like that was not okay. Or I'm going to try and do this differently. And it's okay to see everything as, from the female experience for me. Mm-hmm. I think too, it's like, and there are experiences that are, you know, maybe not necessarily good or bad, but just like, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like I, what? you know, like you'll be on the range and a man will walk up behind you and be like, whoa, you got a nice swing. Right, right. Oh like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. like, you know, they're not walking up to the guy who has a pretty nice swing next yeah. to you. Yeah. Being like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'd be like, okay. So, yeah. So you're like, oh, okay. Like you, you know, clearly haven't spent much, a lot of time around women on the golf course. Yeah. Um, and that's another experience <laughs> good or bad like you kind of it's like oh like flattering that you're saying that I have a good golf exactly. swing but also mm-hmm. you're like yeah like I can hit the ball and there's a lot of us actually you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah it, there are experiences like to Kira's point too that it, it, they're you know, somebody might say something to you and you're like, do I say something? Yeah. yeah. Like, do I not say right. something? Yeah. You know, right. I think a lot of times too, uh, you know, most of those comments do come from guys cause we're yeah. out here yeah. and it, it is like, you're like, do I say, a lot of times they don't mean anything by it. Right. You they know? just don't think they just not how thinking. it could make you feel. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I get that. I think it's important in those, in those situations to probably just try and speak up more. Like I used to be, um, one of the teaching professionals and I was like the representing pro at this golf club and it was always a thing. I would always play with the boys because they love to play money games. I wanted to stay competitive, but then if there was a women's group in front of us, they're like, oh God, I hate oh, that. man, yeah. they're so slow. <laughs> and I'm like, like they're out no, here. they're actually running to their ball yeah. and they're not like cut them some slack. Like yeah. that's not nice. And the women have come to me at the golf club and been like, Hey, I know you have, you know, you have some, you know, leverage here at this golf course. Can you tell them that the, that the red tees are all lopsided compared to the white mm. and blue? And I'm like, oh, hundred percent. I didn't know because I'm never really at the forward tees, but let me go fix that. And it was done. Like, it okay. just needs to be said. It needs to be spoken about. Like, don't want anyone to ever feel that way, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. a second class citizen. Yeah. Of the golf yeah. And I try to be a little bit more vocal when it comes to, like, my actions. So, you know, if I feel like, oh, I, like, haven't been invited to play golf by anybody. But, like, if you look at my social, you know I play golf. Yeah. (laughs) So, but if that's the case, that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll just invite them to come play with me instead. Yeah. Then maybe it's top of mind for them next time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's something I feel like I have experienced a little bit. I'm like, you guys, you you see I play golf. But, like, you've never invited me. So I'm always trying to, like just take it into my own hands then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, my last question that I ask everybody on the For the Ladies podcast is what advice do you have for women who would like to pick up the game? So we'll start with Tisha. What advice to women? Um, just get started. You know, literally just get started. And I think that 
um, a lot of women who think about getting into the game, it's it's naturally intimidating because when you do come up to a range by yourself, more often than not, it's 90% men over there. And mm -hmm. it is scary to be alone. And I know that there's been a lot of beginner women in my life that are like, I went to the range, I went alone, and I had someone critique my swing and tell me that this wasn't yeah. good and, and like tell me I wasn't doing this right. And I, I don't want that, you know, sure. but I, I don't want women to be deterred from that. So I think they need to feel empowered. They need to be, they need to just do it. If this is what they enjoy, if they see like a video or something on social and they're like, that's awesome, I want that, go do that and bring a friend. Like the best thing you could do is do it with someone else because now you're, it's not just you coming into the game, it's two of you coming into the game. Right. So just get started. Mm -hmm. Hallie? Um, I would say I'll preface this by whether it's a male or female, I, I'll talk to people and they'll be like, you know what? I have to tell you, like, I'm not very good or I just, I've oh, tried it once and yeah. I'm really bad. I'm like, have you ever, <laughs> ever met anybody that's like, I, I tried golf. I was so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was <Bad>. so good. <laughs> Nobody is good. Like, literally nobody's good. Why do you think all these uh, professional athletes, when they retire, take up golf? It's because it's so damn hard, right. you know, and they want a challenge. So I would just say, like, yes to Tish, like, get started and then keep, like, don't be deterred if you're not yeah. good because literally oh, yeah. nobody is good, for, <laughs> you know, and enjoy that process. You know, like it's fun to watch the LPGA. Obviously, it's very in inspiring, but know that the, everybody else is basically in your boat. You know? <laughs> like right. That's amazing. And that's what we all aspire to be, to hit a few shots like that occasionally. But no one is good. And that's OK. You know, just go out there and make it fun. Don't mm -hmm. take it so seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I think so many uh, female, I guess, would-be golfers see, sure. see golf as the sport my dad plays or the sport my grandpa plays, or I could never imagine myself, like, why would I ever go out? Golf is boring. But I would make the pitch that in the age of COVID, <laughs> I have seen so many women out on the golf course that are like, all right, screw it, I'm going to try. Oh, right? that's so true. And because you can get outside, you can be around friends, mm -hmm. you could maybe have an adult beverage. Yes. And, and it's great. Like, right. that part is really, really fun. And, like, who wants to be stuck inside at their work-from-home office? office all day not me so to be able to go and just have your wine and nine or like be okay with sucking at golf like Hallie said like <laughs> it's gonna be fine but you have to just keep going and it's the one sport that you're gonna be able to play for your entire life and enjoy, have a have a community around it um and then like there's so many benefits we go on and on about like career-wise health-wise sure. blah, blah 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 but if you have any inkling of an interest and if you don't that's fine. We won't, we won't take offense. But if you have any <laughs> inkling of an interest, just lean into it and go out and try uh, because it's so much fun. And I'm, I'll play with you. We'll, we'll, we'll play, play with, with you. you. We'll, play. We'll, be, we'll be your buddy on the golf course. So, yeah, just more, more women getting invested in that community. And keep it going. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your U.S. Open Thanks work. for having us. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. Good luck the rest of the weekend. And I'll thank talk you. to you all soon. Sounds okay. good. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Our original music is composed and performed by my talented and wonderful friend, Ryan Young. If you're looking for more from For The Ladies, visit us at ForTheLadies.net and on Instagram at ForTheLadies. That's F-O-R-E.